0: Papers read on AI. With Rob. Keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race. Stake a claim on the Red Planet. Available on Android and iOS. Masked autoencoders are scalable vision learners. Authored 2021 by Kaming He, Xinlei Chen, Saining Xie, Yanghao Li, Peter Dollár. Ross B. Gershik. Abstract. This paper shows that masked autoencoders may, are scalable self-supervised learners for computer vision. Our may approach is simple. We mask random patches of the input image and reconstruct the missing pixels. It is based on two core designs. First, we develop an asymmetric encoder decoder architecture, with an encoder that operates only on the visible subset of patches, Without mask tokens, along with a lightweight decoder that reconstructs the original image from the latent representation and mask tokens. Second, we find that masking a high proportion of the input image, e.g., 75%, yields a non trivial and meaningful self supervisory task. Coupling these two designs enables us to train large models efficiently and effectively, we accelerate training by 3x or more, and improve accuracy. Our scalable approach allows for learning high capacity models that generalize well, e.g., a vanilla VIT huge model achieves the best accuracy, 87.8%, among methods that use only ImageNet 1K data. Transfer performance in downstream tasks outperforms supervised pre training and shows promising scaling behavior. 1. Introduction Deep learning has witnessed an explosion of architectures of continuously growing capability and capacity, reference 29, 25, 52. Aided by the rapid gains in hardware, Models today can easily overfit 1 million images, reference 13, and begin to demand hundreds of millions of, often publicly inaccessible labeled images, reference 16. This appetite for data has been successfully addressed in Natural Language Processing, NLP, by self-supervised pre-training. The solutions, based on autoregressive language modeling in GPT, reference 42, 43, 4, and masked auto-encoding in BERT, reference 14, are conceptually simple they remove a portion of the data and learn to predict the removed content. These methods now enable training of generalizable NLP models containing over 100 billion parameters, reference 4. The idea of masked autoencoders, a form of more general denoising autoencoders, reference 53, is natural and applicable in computer vision as well. Indeed, closely related research 1 in vision, reference 54, 41, preceded BERT. However, despite significant interest in this idea following the success of BERT, progress of autoencoding methods in vision lags behind NLP. We ask What makes masked autoencoding different between vision and language? We attempt to answer this question from the following perspectives. I, until recently, architectures were different. In vision, convolutional networks, reference 30, were dominant over the last decade, reference 29. Convolutions typically operate on regular grids and it is not straightforward to integrate indicators, such as mask tokens, reference 14, or positional embeddings, reference 52, into convolutional networks. This architectural gap, however, has been addressed with the introduction of vision transformers, VIT, reference 16, and should no longer present an obstacle. E. Information density is different between language and vision. Languages are human-generated signals that are highly semantic and information-dense. When training a model to predict only a few missing words per sentence, this task appears to induce sophisticated language understanding. Images, on the contrary, are natural signals with heavy spatial redundancy, e.g., a missing patch can be recovered from neighboring patches with little high-level understanding of parts, objects, and scenes. To overcome this difference and encourage learning useful features, we show that a simple strategy works well in computer vision, masking a very high portion of random patches. This strategy largely reduces redundancy and creates a challenging self supervisory task that requires holistic understanding beyond low level image statistics. To get a qualitative sense of our reconstruction task, see Figures 2 4. E. The autoencoder's decoder, which maps the latent representation back to the input, plays a different role between reconstructing text and images. In vision, the decoder reconstructs pixels, hence, its output is of a lower semantic level than common recognition tasks. This is in contrast to language where the decoder predicts missing words that contain rich semantic information. While in BERT the decoder can be trivial, and MLP, reference 14, we found that for images, the decoder design plays a key role in determining the semantic level of the learned latent representations. Driven by this analysis, we present a simple, effective, and scalable form of a masked autoencoder, MEI, for visual representation learning. Our MEI masks random patches from the input image and reconstructs the missing patches in the pixel space. It has an asymmetric encoder decoder design. Our encoder operates only on the visible subset of patches without mask tokens and our decoder is too lightweight and reconstructs the input from the latent representation along with mask tokens figure one. Shifting the mask tokens to the small decoder in our asymmetric encoder decoder results in a large reduction in computation. Under this design a very high masking ratio e.g. 75 percent can achieve a win-win scenario It optimizes accuracy while allowing the encoder to process only a small portion, e.g., 25%, of patches. This can reduce overall pre-training time by 3x or more and likewise reduce memory consumption, enabling us to easily scale our MEI to large models. Our MEI learns very high-capacity models that generalize well. With MEI pre-training, we can train data-hungry models like VIT Large, Huge, Reference 16, on ImageNet 1K with improved generalization performance. With a vanilla VIT-HUGE model, we achieve 87.8% accuracy when fine-tuned on ImageNet 1K. This outperforms all previous results that use only ImageNet 1K data. We also evaluate transfer learning on object detection, instance segmentation, and semantic segmentation. In these tasks, our pre-training achieves better results than its supervised pre-training counterparts, and more importantly, we observe significant gains by scaling up models. These observations are aligned with those witnessed in self-supervised pre-training in NLP, Reference 14, 42, 43, 4, and we hope that they will enable our field to explore a similar trajectory. 2. Related work. Masked language modeling and its autoregressive counterparts, e.g., BERT, Reference 14, and GPT, Reference 42, 43, 4, are highly successful methods for pre-training in NLP. These methods hold out a portion of the input sequence and train models to predict the missing content. These methods have been shown to scale excellently, reference 4, and a large abundance of evidence indicates that these pre trained representations generalize well to various downstream tasks. Autoencoding is a classical method for learning representations. It has an encoder that maps an input to a latent representation and a decoder that reconstructs the input. For example, PCA and K means are autoencoders, reference 26. Denoising autoencoders, day, reference 53, are a class of autoencoders that corrupt an input signal and learn to reconstruct the original, uncorrupted signal. A series of methods can be thought of as a generalized day under different corruptions, e.g., masking pixels, reference 54, 41, 6, or removing color channels, reference 64. RMA is a form of denoising autoencoding, but different from the classical day in numerous ways. Masked image encoding methods learn representations from images corrupted by masking. The pioneering work of reference 54 presents masking as a noise type in day. Context encoder reference 41 inpaints large missing regions using convolutional networks. Motivated by the success in NLP, related recent methods reference 6, 16, 2 are based on transformers reference 52. IGPT reference 6 operates on sequences of pixels and predicts unknown pixels. The VIT paper, Reference 16, studies masked patch prediction for self-supervised learning. Most recently, BATE, Reference 2, proposes to predict discrete tokens, 39, 45. Three self-supervised learning approaches have seen significant interest in computer vision, often focusing on different pretext tasks for pre-training, Reference 15, 55, 37, 64, 40, 17. Recently, Contrastive Learning, Reference 3, 22, has been popular, e.g., reference 56, 38, 23, 7, which models image similarity and dissimilarity, or only similarity, reference 21, 8, between two or more views. Contrastive and related methods strongly depend on data augmentation, reference 7, 21, 8. Autoencoding pursues a conceptually different direction, and it exhibits different behaviors as we will present. 3. Approach Our masked autoencoder, may, is a simple auto-encoding approach that reconstructs the original signal given its partial observation. Like all auto-encoders, our approach has an encoder that maps the observed signal to a latent representation, and a decoder that reconstructs the original signal from the latent representation. Unlike classical auto-encoders, we adopt an asymmetric design that allows the encoder to operate only on the partial, observed signal, without mask tokens, and a lightweight decoder that reconstructs the full signal from the latent representation and mask tokens. Figure 1 illustrates the idea, introduced next. Masking. Following VIT, reference 16, we divide an image into regular non-overlapping patches. Then we sample a subset of patches and mask, i.e., remove the remaining ones. Our sampling strategy is straightforward. We sample random patches without replacement, following a uniform distribution. We simply refer to this as random sampling. Random sampling with a high masking ratio, i.e., the ratio of removed patches, largely eliminates redundancy, thus creating a task that cannot be easily solved by extrapolation from visible neighboring patches, see figures 2 to 4. The uniform distribution prevents a potential center bias, i.e., more masked patches near the image center. Finally, the highly sparse input creates an opportunity for designing an efficient encoder, introduced next. May encoder. Our encoder is a VIT, reference 16, but applied only on visible, unmasked patches. Just as in a standard VIT, Our encoder embeds patches by a linear projection with added positional embeddings, and then processes the resulting set via a series of transformer blocks. However, our encoder only operates on a small subset, e.g., 25% of the full set. Masked patches are removed. No mask tokens are used. This allows us to train very large encoders with only a fraction of compute and memory. The full set is handled by a lightweight decoder, described next. May decoder. The input to the main decoder is the full set of tokens consisting of I encoded visible patches and E mask tokens. See figure 1. Each mask token, reference 14, is a shared learned vector that indicates the presence of a missing patch to be predicted. We add positional embeddings to all tokens in this full set. Without this, mask tokens would have no information about their location in the image. The decoder has another series of transformer blocks. The MAI decoder is only used during pre-training to perform the image reconstruction task. Only the encoder is used to produce image representations for recognition. Therefore, the decoder architecture can be flexibly designed in a manner that is independent of the encoder design. We experiment with very small decoders, narrower and shallower than the encoder. For example, our default decoder has less than 10% computation per token versus the encoder. With this asymmetrical design, The full set of tokens are only processed by the lightweight decoder, which significantly reduces pre-training time. Reconstruction target. R. May reconstructs the input by predicting the pixel values for each mask patch. Each element in the decoder's output is a vector of pixel values representing a patch. The last layer of the decoder is a linear projection whose number of output channels equals the number of pixel values in a patch. The decoder's output is reshaped to form a reconstructed image. Our loss function computes the mean squared error, MSE, between the reconstructed and original images in the pixel space. We compute the loss only on masked patches, similar to BERT, reference 14. We also study a variant whose reconstruction target is the normalized pixel values of each masked patch. Specifically, we compute the mean and standard deviation of all pixels in a patch and use them to normalize this patch. Using normalized pixels as the reconstruction target improves representation quality in our experiments. Simple implementation. Our May pre training can be implemented efficiently and importantly, does not require any specialized sparse operations. First, we generate a token for every input patch by linear projection with an added positional embedding. Next, we randomly shuffle the list of tokens and remove the last portion of the list based on the masking ratio. This process produces a small subset of tokens for the encoder and is equivalent to sampling patches without replacement. After encoding, We append a list of mask tokens to the list of encoded patches and unshuffle this full list, inverting the random shuffle operation to align all tokens with their targets. The decoder is applied to this full list with positional embeddings added. As noted, no sparse operations are needed. This simple implementation introduces negligible overhead as the shuffling and unshuffling operations are fast. 4. 4. ImageNet experiments. We do self-supervised pre-training on the imagenet one Kelvin. IN1K, reference 13, training set. Then we do supervised training to evaluate the representations with I, end-to-end fine-tuning or E, linear probing. We report top 1 validation accuracy of a single 224 by 224 crop. Details are in appendix A.1. Baseline. VIT large. We use VIT large, VIT L, 16, reference 16, as the backbone in our ablation study. VIT L is very big an order of magnitude bigger than RESNET 50, reference 25, and tends to overfit. The following is a comparison between VIT-L trained from scratch versus fine-tuned from our baseline may. Scratch, our IMPL baseline may we note that it is non-trivial to train supervised VIT-L from scratch and a good recipe with strong regularization is needed. 82.5%. See Appendix A.2. Even so, our May pre-training contributes a big improvement. Here fine-tuning is only for 50 epics, versus 200 from scratch. Implying that the fine-tuning accuracy heavily depends on pre-training. 4.1 Main properties. We ablate our MAE using the default settings in Table 1. See Caption. Several intriguing properties are observed. Masking ratio. Figure 5 shows the influence of the masking ratio. The optimal ratios are surprisingly high. The ratio of 75% is good for both linear probing and fine-tuning. This behavior is in contrast with BERT, reference 14, whose typical masking ratio is 15%. Our masking ratios are also much higher than those in related works, reference 6, 16, 2, in computer vision, 20% to 50%. The model infers missing patches to produce different, yet plausible, outputs, figure 4. It makes sense of the gestalt of objects and scenes, which cannot be simply completed by extending lines or textures. We hypothesize that this reasoning-like behavior is linked to the learning of useful representations. Figure five also shows that linear probing and fine-tuning results follow different trends. For linear probing, the AC accuracy increases steadily with the masking ratio until the sweet point. The accuracy gap is up to approximately 20%, 54.6% versus 73.5%. For fine-tuning, the results are less sensitive to the ratios, and a wide range of masking ratios, 40 to 80%, work well. All fine-tuning results in figure 5 are better than training from scratch, 82.5%. Decoder design. Our May decoder can be flexibly designed, as studied in 1a and 1B. Table A varies the decoder depth, number of transformer blocks. A sufficiently deep decoder is important for linear probing. This can be explained by the gap between a pixel reconstruction task and a recognition task. The last several layers in an autoencoder are more specialized for reconstruction, but are less relevant for recognition. A reasonably deep decoder can account for the reconstruction specialization, leaving the latent representations at a more abstract level. This design can yield up to 8% improvement in linear probing, Table 1A, Ln. However, if fine-tuning is used, the last layers of the encoder can be tuned to adapt to the recognition task. The decoder depth is less influential for improving fine-tuning, Table 1A, FT. Interestingly, RMA with a single-block decoder can perform strongly with fine-tuning, Note that a single transformer block is the minimal requirement to propagate information from visible tokens to mask tokens. Such a small decoder can further speed up training. In Table 1B we study the decoder width, number of channels. We use 512D by default, which performs well under fine tuning and linear probing. A narrower decoder also works well with fine tuning. Overall, our default made decoder is lightweight. It has 8 blocks and a width of 512D, gray in table 1. It only has 9% flops per token versus vit L, 24 blocks, 1024D. As such, while the decoder processes all tokens, it is still a small fraction of the overall compute. 5. Mask token. An important design of Armé is to skip the mask token, M, in the encoder and apply it later in a lightweight decoder. Table 1C studies this design. If the encoder uses mask tokens, it performs worse. Its accuracy drops by 14% in linear probing. In this case, there is a gap between pre-training and deploying. This encoder has a large portion of mask tokens in its input in pre-training, which does not exist in uncorrupted images. This gap may degrade accuracy in deployment. By removing the mask token from the encoder, we constrain the encoder to always see real patches and thus improve accuracy. Moreover, by skipping the mask token in the encoder, we greatly reduce training computation. In Table 1C, we reduce the overall training flops by 3.3x. This leads to a 2.8x wall clock speedup in our implementation, see Table 2. The wall clock speedup is even bigger, 3.5-4.1x, for a smaller decoder, one block, a larger encoder, VIT-H, or both. Note that the speedup can be greater than 4x for a masking ratio of 75%, partially because the self-attention complexity is quadratic. In addition, memory is greatly reduced, which can enable training even larger models or speeding up more by large batch training. The time and memory efficiency makes our May favorable for training very large models. Reconstruction target. We compare different reconstruction targets in table 1D. Our results thus far are based on pixels without per-patch normalization. Using pixels with normalization improves accuracy. This per-patch normalization enhances the contrast locally. In another variant, we perform PCA in the patch space and use the largest PCA coefficients, 96 here, as the target doing so degrades accuracy. Both experiments suggest that the high-frequency components are useful in our method. We also compare in may variant that predicts tokens, the target used in BAIT, reference 2. Specifically for this variant, we use the Dalle pre-trained DVAE, reference 45, as the tokenizer, following, reference 2. Here the may decoder predicts the token indices using cross-entropy loss. This tokenization improves fine-tuning accuracy by 0.4% versus unnormalized pixels, but has no advantage versus normalized pixels. It also reduces linear probing accuracy. In $5 we further show that tokenization is not necessary in transfer learning. Our pixel-based MEI is much simpler than tokenization. The DVAE tokenizer requires one more pre-training stage, which may depend on extra data, 250M images, reference 45. The DVAE encoder is a large convolutional network, 40% flops of VIT-L, and adds non trivial overhead. Using pixels does not suffer from these problems. Data augmentation Table La studies the influence of data augmentation on our MAE pre training. Our MAE works well using cropping only augmentation, either fixed size or random size, both having random horizontal flipping. Adding color jittering degrades the results, and so we do not use it in other experiments. Surprisingly, our May behaves decently even if using no data augmentation, only center crop, no flipping. This property is dramatically different from contrastive learning and related methods, Reference 56, 23, 7, 21, which heavily rely on data augmentation. It was observed, Reference 21, that using cropping-only augmentation reduces the accuracy by 13% 6 and 28% respectively for bio Reference 21, and SimCLR, Reference 7. In addition, There is no evidence that contrastive learning can work without augmentation. The two views of an image are the same and can easily satisfy a trivial solution. In May, the role of data augmentation is mainly performed by random masking, ablated next. The masks are different for each iteration and so they generate new training samples regardless of data augmentation. The pretext task is made difficult by masking and requires less augmentation to regularize training. Mask sampling strategy. In Table 1F, we compare different mask sampling strategies, illustrated in Figure 6. The block wise masking strategy, proposed in reference 2, tends to remove large blocks, Figure 6 middle. Our May with block wise masking works reasonably well at a ratio of 50%, but degrades at a ratio of 75%. This task is harder than that of random sampling, as a higher training loss is observed. The reconstruction is also blurrier. We also study grid wise sampling which regularly keeps one of every four patches, figure 6 right. This is an easier task and has lower training loss. The reconstruction is sharper. However, the representation quality is lower. Simple random sampling works the best for our May. It allows for a higher masking ratio, which provides a greater speedup benefit while also enjoying good accuracy. Training schedule. Our ablations thus far are based on 800 EPIC pre-training. Figure 7 shows the influence of the training schedule length. The accuracy improves steadily with longer training. Indeed, we have not observed saturation of linear probing accuracy even at 1600 epochs. This behavior is unlike contrastive learning methods, e.g., MoCo v3, reference 9, saturates at 300 epochs for Videl Note that the May encoder only sees 25% of patches per epoch, while in contrastive learning the encoder sees 200%, two crop, or even more multi-crop patches per epoch. 4.2. Comparisons with previous results Comparisons with self-supervised methods In Table 3 we compare the fine-tuning results of self-supervised VIT models. For VIT-B, all methods perform closely. For VIT-L, the gaps among methods are bigger, suggesting that a challenge for bigger models is to reduce overfitting. RMA can scale up easily and has shown steady improvement from bigger models. We obtain 86.9% accuracy using VIT-H, 224 size. By fine-tuning with a 448 size, we achieve 87.8% accuracy, using only INIK data. The previous best accuracy, among all methods using only IN1K data, is 87.1%, 512 size, reference 61, based on advanced networks. We improve over the the state-of-the-art by a non-trivial margin in the highly competitive benchmark of IN1K, no external data. Our result is based on vanilla VIT, and we expect advanced networks will perform better. Comparing with BET, reference 2, RMAE is more accurate while being simpler and faster. Our method reconstructs pixels, in contrast to BATE that predicts tokens. Bait reported a 1.8% degradation, reference 2, when reconstructing pixels with ViT-B. We do not need DVAE pre-training. Moreover, RMAE is considerably faster, 3.5x per epoch, than BATE, for the reason as studied in Table 1c. 7. The May models in Table 3 are pre-trained for 1600 epics for better accuracy, figure 7. Even so, our total pre-training time is less than the other methods when trained on the same hardware. For example, training VIT-L on 128 TPU V3 cores, our May's training time is 31 hours for 1600 epics and MoCo V3's is 36 hours for 300 epics, reference 9. Comparisons with supervised pre-training. In the original VIT paper, reference 16, VIT-L degrades when trained in IN1K. Our implementation of supervised training, CA.2, works better, but accuracy saturates. See figure 8. Our May pre-training, using only IN1K, can generalize better. The gain over training from scratch is bigger for higher capacity models. It follows a trend similar to the JFT300M supervised pre-training in, reference 16. This comparison shows that our May can help scale up model sizes. 4.3. Partial fine tuning table 1 shows that linear probing and fine tuning results are largely uncorrelated. Linear probing has been a popular protocol in the past few years. However, it misses the opportunity of pursuing strong but nonlinear features, which is indeed a strength of deep learning. As a middle ground, we study a partial fine tuning protocol fine tune the last several layers while freezing the others. This protocol was also used in early works, e.g., reference 59, 64, 37. Figure 9 shows the results. Notably, fine-tuning only one transformer block boosts the accuracy significantly from 73.5% to 81.0%. Moreover, if we fine-tune only half of the last block, i.e., its MLP sub-block, we can get 79.1%, much better than linear probing. This variant is essentially fine-tuning an MLP head. Fine-tuning a few blocks, e.g., four or six, can achieve accuracy close to full fine-tuning. In figure 9 we also compare with Moco V3, reference 9, a contrastive method with VIT-L results available. Moco V3 has higher linear probing accuracy. However, all of its partial fine-tuning results are worse than MEI. The gap is 2.6% when tuning 4 blocks. While the MEI representations are less linearly separable, they are stronger nonlinear features and perform well when a nonlinear head is tuned. But these observations suggest that linear separability is not the sole metric for evaluating representation quality. It has also been observed, e.g., reference 8, that linear probing is not well correlated with transfer learning performance, e.g., for object detection. To our knowledge, linear evaluation is not often used in NLP for benchmarking pre-training. 5. Transfer learning experiments We evaluate transfer learning in downstream tasks using the pre-trained models in Table 3 object detection and segmentation we fine-tune mask rcnn reference 24 end-to-end on coco reference 33 the vit backbone is adapted for use with fpn reference 32 ca.3 we apply this approach for all entries in table 4 we report box ap for object detection and mask ap for instance segmentation compared to supervised pre-training our may performs better under all configurations table 4 with the smaller vit b our May is 2.4 points higher than supervised pre training, 50.3 vs 47.9, AppBox. More significantly, with the larger vit L, our May pre training outperforms supervised pre training by 4.0 points, 53.3 vs 49.3. The pixel based May is better than or on par with the token based bait, while May is much simpler and faster. Both May and bait are better than Moco v3, and Moco v3 is on par with supervised pre training. Semantic segmentation. We experiment on ADE20K, reference 66, using UberNet, reference 57, CA.4. Table 5 shows that our pre-training significantly improves results over supervised pre-training, e.g., by 3.7 points for Videl. Our pixel-based may also outperforms the token-based bait. These observations are consistent with those in COCO. Classification tasks. Table 6 studies transfer learning on the I naturalists, reference 51, and places, reference 65, tasks, CA.5. On Inat, our method shows strong scaling behavior. Accuracy improves considerably with bigger models. Our results surpass the previous best results by large margins. On places, our May outperforms the previous best results, 19, 36, which were obtained via pre-training on billions of images. Pixels versus tokens. Table 7 compares pixels versus tokens as the May reconstruction target. While using DVAE tokens is better than using unnormalized pixels, it is statistically similar to using normalized pixels across all cases we tested. It again shows that tokenization is not necessary for our May. 8.6. Discussion and conclusion Simple algorithms that scale well are the core of deep learning. In NLP, simple self-supervised learning methods, e.g., reference 42, 14, 43, 4, enable benefits from exponentially scaling models. In computer vision, Practical pre-training paradigms are dominantly supervised, e.g., reference 29, 46, 25, 16, despite progress in self-supervised learning. In this study, we observe on ImageNet and in transfer learning that an autoencoder, a simple self-supervised method similar to techniques in NLP provides scalable benefits. Self-supervised learning in vision may now be embarking on a similar trajectory as in NLP. On the other hand, We note that images and languages are signals of a different nature and this difference must be addressed carefully. Images are merely recorded light without a semantic decomposition into the visual analog of words. Instead of attempting to remove objects, we remove random patches that most likely do not form a semantic segment. Likewise, our May reconstructs pixels, which are not semantic entities. Nevertheless, we observe, e.g., figure 4, that our may infers complex, holistic reconstructions, suggesting it has learned numerous visual concepts, i.e., semantics. We hypothesize that this behavior occurs by way of a rich hidden representation inside the may. We hope this perspective will inspire future work. Broader impacts. The proposed method predicts content based on learned statistics of the training dataset and as such will reflect biases in those data, including ones with negative societal impacts. The model may generate inexistent content. These issues warrant further research and consideration when building upon this work to generate images. 9. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper and more, check out our homepage, papersread.ai.